Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to Spiritual Message Moment Monday. Every Monday night, 10.30 Eastern Time, 7.30 Pacific Time for my people on the West Coast. And I'm your host, Chaplain John McClung Jr. And of course, I am excited to be here. Man, we have... um, we got a word tonight, actually. Uh, well, I'll talk about that in a minute. As always, I want to say I pray that you are well. I pray that you are safe. And I pray that you are being smart while we are dealing with this environment that uh, we are in. But listen, I got to tell you all, I'm excited. First of all, I got to send a shout out to three brothers. And then I'm going to jump into my message. Uh, I want to uh, thank these three brothers for giving me a call or sending me a note. Uh, Brother Thaddeus Davis, Brother Greg Scott, and Brother Victor Townsend. Man, y'all have no idea how timely your call and messages were, so especially for today. So I thank you, brothers, for uh, uh, following uh, the the spirit of the Lord and giving me a call because I needed it. All right, so tonight uh, I have a, man, I think might be the first one this year. I have a three-part series, so the next three the next three Mondays are going to be part of this particular first night. And I believe, listen, as always, tag and share somebody that Spiritual Message Moment Monday is on because this series is, is uh, I think it's going <laughs> I think it's going to really encourage a lot of individuals because <laughs> as it was late in my spirit, excuse me, getting excited. As it was late in my spirit the last couple of days, there was a particular word that I find extremely important because for some of us, we have these moments where we are entrusting ourselves based on something that is said. And so because of how powerful words are, we can sometimes be disappointed and uh, be discouraged. We can get hurt. It causes pain because when those words are spoken, they are not followed through on. I'm guilty. Because there have been some things that I have promised or said and I didn't follow through on. So I understand this particular word. But because of who it's coming from, it's even more powerful because it's going to have great meaning because each and every one of us need to hold on to uh, tonight's message as far as some of the things that you will hear. And over the next three uh, next three Mondays, starting tonight and and two more Mondays behind it. Hey, listen, you want to get your notes, get your pen and pad. Because uh, this right here, I think, will truly be a blessing to you as it was to me as I begin to dive in. And so I want to share this with you. It's got it's got a great subject and a great uh, strategy from a standpoint of the template. And uh, so if you are on live or if you get a chance to hear the recording, you're going to want to share it and go over it. I hope uh, where I pray because I, you know, I know that anything that the Lord gives me is truly is a word that somehow blesses one or more than one in the next uh, second, in the next minute, next hour, next week, next day, next month, next year, but definitely the next moment. All right. So we're going to dive in. I got one word to define tonight, but I got scripture and I got some, uh, some, some things that uh, I, I pray falls into your spirit. So right now, if you are watching, open your ears spiritually, your eyes spiritually and your heart, because I believe that where we are right now, as far as the things that we deal with, we need a particular articulate word that allows us to uh, have some hope, 
have, uh, you know, some inspiration, uh, some actually some things, some some visual, some vision that we need to make sure because we need to hold on to some hold on to this. Uh, and I and um, you know I'm, I'm listen after I got my calls today I got even more excited because they man they were right, those those calls were right on point with what I want to talk about uh, tonight and uh, again over the next two Mondays all right so my definition ladies and gentlemen let's dive right in spiritual message moment Monday every Monday night 10:30 Eastern time 7:30 Pacific time for my people on the West Coast tag and share as we always do the spiritual message moments it's on because you don't want to miss this one all right. To give, an, to give an assurance of something to someone, undertake to do something now or in the future. All right, I'm going to say that again. To give an assurance, that means it's solid, it's a solid word. You know, you uh, this per, the, wherever that word is coming from, that which is being spoken to believe that they have a, a great uh, comfort in, in the words. So to give an assurance of something to someone to someone. So it's coming from one source for another source. Undertake to do something now or in the future. All right. So let me give you my three verses because I got some verses tonight, y'all. Let me give you my three verses. Then I'm going to give you my subject matter and my word. All right. Uh, Hebrews 10, 36. For ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. All right. Hebrews 10, 36, 2 Corinthians 1 and 20. For all the promises of God in him are yea, they are yes, and in him, amen. So be it unto the glory of God by us. All right. 2 Corinthians 1, 20. Third, 2 Peter 3 and 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, men. But his long suffering to us word. So he they, he knows when he says something is going to be it's going to might take a minute for you for us to get it that not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. All right. So that's Hebrews 10, 36, 2 Corinthians 1 and 20 and 2 Peter 3 and 9. All right, y'all. So tonight my word is promise. To give an assurance of something to someone, undertake to do something now or in the future. And God's promises are amazing. So my subject this over the next three weeks is the alphabets of God's promises. <laughs> all right, y'all. Y'all, y'all gotta roll with the alphabets of God's promises. Now I'm not doing them all in one night. Uh, tonight is the first eight. So I'm gonna do three three nights next three but next three months. So you want you don't want to miss it. The alphabets of God's promise, and I'm seriously, I am actually going from A to Z to show you God's promises that are for us. All right. So A B C D E F G H. I think I, I, I think I'm going to the letter H tonight. All right. So bear with me uh, over the next uh, few minutes, uh, well, 20, 20, 20 minutes or so, because this is gonna be exciting. Because I, I I know it's going to get in you. All right. So letter A. All right. What is one of God? What is what is one of God? What is one of the God's promises? All right. In the alphabet, the letter, the letter A, the letter A, all things are possible with God. Letter A, all things are possible with God. Luke 18 and 27, y'all. 
Now, some of these, a couple of these have a definition because you need to have some clarity, but all is one of my favorite words in every, right? So all things are possible with God. That's one of the promises. All right. And he's the Luke 18, 27. And he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. All right. So there are some things, there's a lot of things. There's a, there's a lot of things, but there's, there's many things that men cannot promise, nor can they do. But with God, all things are possible. One of the promises. All right. That's uh, Luke 18, 27, Philippians 4, 13. I can do all things. All things are possible. Right. Through Christ, which strengthened me. All things. So that means the things that you have a desire to do with God, it is possible. All things are possible. All right. That's the second verse. Third verse, Mark 10, 27. And Jesus, looking upon them, said, with men, it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. All right. So the letter A, ladies and gentlemen, one of the promises that God has through from A to Z. Now, again, I always say there are many other promises you can find in the Bible in reference to what the Lord promises. But this goes with my message. So from A to Z, first letter A, all things are possible. Second, the letter B. I know y'all didn't expect the alphabets in a message, but this is unique to me. And this is what was laid in my spirit. I had to go from A to Z to show us the promises because sometimes there are words that people say that are not as solid as the word that God says, right? And we, we need to be solid with what God says. That's why I'm excited. Second, the letter B. Believe and it shall be. Whew. Listen, y'all, and that's a tough one. That Because, man, we want to believe things that come in life, but when we see it in the natural, it's like, I don't see it happening because the Lord is working in the background. He wants your belief to be way up here. Believe it. And it shall be the letter B, Mark 11, 24, first verse. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. Believe and it shall be one of the promises. How many of us had that had that faith or the belief of a mustard seed or had that belief that we believe that that something is going to happen in our life how many of us are waiting for this particular thing but our belief is not committed to the receiving part or it's not part of the not believing the promise that god said if you just be patient that was in the, the definition got to be patient and if you believe it it shall be Wow. Mark 11, 24, Luke 8 and 50. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, fear not. That's one of the things we face is fear. Right. That's one of uh, one of the challenges and one of the detriments to our belief. Fear. And but the Lord says, fear not. Why? Believe only and she shall be made whole. Right. We shall be made whole. So if you're going through a particular challenge in your life, in your health, in your mind, body, soul, and spirit, where it's not making you whole, believe only and you shall be made whole. Now, I know that's a challenge. 
I know it's difficult because right now we're going through it. We in in pain and and you know some type of physical suffering or mental suffering. Many of us, and, and we have a short attention span of belief. But yet, if you believe it, it shall be. That's Luke eight and fifty, Galatians three and twenty two. But the scripture hath concluded, it's come to a conclusion, all under sin, that the promise, again, my word is promise, by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. Oh, man, there are some promises. There are some rewards, as I always say. There are some benefits when you believe because it shall be. And even the scripture has concluded it. Because the Lord has said that if you believe or have belief, it shall happen to and for you. All right. So the letter B, believe it or believe and it shall be. All right. Letter C. One of the promises for us is a crown of life. Wow. The letter C, the crown of life. So I had to get the definition because, you know, you got to know what. That is whether spiritual, natural, right? The crown. Because <clears throat> we have a symbol of, we see a visual symbol or we have an idea of the crown, but not necessarily know what that means for us. Crown of life, a reward of victory or mark of honor in an achievement. Oh my goodness. Think about that. A reward. Again, I just said reward benefits, they come, the promises. A reward of victory. That means something has happened in your life where you have come through it, right? We either in, about to go into something, we end something, or we coming out of it, right? Which is a which is a victory when we come out of it, right? Or a mark of honor and achievement. It's a crown. So when you, it's like when you when you cross the tape first, you get a crown. Well, sometimes the crown is a is a medal, right? Sometimes you get a wreath or something put on your head to let individuals know that you have achieved a particular victory. Imagine, imagine if all of us had the opportunity, if we thought about this, every time we got a victory, we got our own imaginable crown. We got this crown we bought just sitting, waiting for every victory. And you and you put it on the day that it happens and you're walking around or you're driving around town with your crown on. Guess what? People are going to ask you. What what happened or why are you wearing a crown? And you can say, I, I had a victory in my life or I had this great achievement. Why? Because it was a promise that I would actually get it. James 1 and 12. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. You know what the temptation is? Some, some people think it's always something that, you know, is is get geared towards your, your carnal, to something. Man, the temptation is to quit or to stop. Or to give up. Not believe the promise. Don't have the belief. Don't know if we're going to get a victory. That's the temptation. The enemy knows that if he can discourage you, those things come into play, right? All right. Blessed is the man that endures temptation. It's going to be some, it's going to be some, it's going to be some time involved because you're going to go through this journey and, and it's, and it's going to be temptations all along. Believe me, I know. That's why them calls were so important. For when he is tried, so there is something that's going to happen that will try to detour you from your crown. He shall receive the crown of life right there, right? 
which the Lord hath promised, there's my word, to them that love him. So that means if you stick with the Lord and understand that there's some victories coming if you hang with him and some, and some achievements, you get a crown of life. And you get a crown, we might as well have a crown in life. Because a victory and an achievement is why you're here in life, right? But there's a spiritual part to that as well. Second Timothy 4 and 8. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, <laughs> the right in us, right? Which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, right? That's that spiritual aspect to it. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. So when he comes, look for that one, for that, for that crown of life that goes with the life that you're leading here on earth, right? That you the will and purpose to giving glory to God. All right. So number the letter C, one of the promises is a crown of life, a reward of victory, a mark in honor of achievement. All right. Man, hope y'all hanging with me. The letter D. All right. Letter D. What is one of the promises? What is what is what is the promise that God gives? Direction. And I'm gonna give you another one. Desires. The Lord has promised that he can he will direct you if you do your part, our part, my part. It's important that the that our that our life has direction. And it's also important that you share your desires with the Lord because he promises that he will mm, give you the desires of your heart. Right. So that's in my that's in my that's in my first. All right. Proverbs three and six and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall give you direction on your paths and he shall direct thy paths. The Lord has promised direction on your journey. And even when we get off track, even when we get off the road and many of us have, I know I have. And we get lost, we go into the left and to the right, we're not staying straight and in line with what God has for us. He still waits and, and, and still is giving us some direction. He's keeping some things off of us. He's got his angels, our angels dispatched so we don't go in, in deep. And some of us, we don't call on our angels and we end up going just a little bit deeper off path. But he's always got his hands open and his arms stretched wide. Why? Because he's still going to give direction. All right. Proverbs 3, 6. Second verse, Proverbs 16, 9. A man's heart devises his way. We try to think of it. We try, we try to think that we know it all. We try to think that, that the direction we say we're going in is going to be the right direction. But the Lord directed his steps. That's the promise. You might think that you got the, we, we might think we got it right. We might think we're going to go in the right direction because we choose to go this way. We find out we end up running to a wall because we didn't acknowledge him for our direction. And our heart, which is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked, has no idea which direction to go in because it's twisted and turned and all kind of emotional and, and, and mental and physical ideas in, in, in its own way. But man, 16 and 9 of Proverbs says, even when we think we are the ones that know it, the Lord still directs our steps. All right, Proverbs 16 and 9, Joshua 1 and 9. Have not I commanded thee? 
Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid of the direction I'm taking you in. Neither be thou dismayed. Now, I, I added that in. So be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. See, when you got the Lord as your promise keeper, promise planner, who promise provider, he promises that he will never leave you nor forsake you. So he will be you, be with you every step of the way. He will be with you whithersoever thou goest. That's in every direction, north, south, east, and west, right? Joshua 1 and 9. Psalms 37 and 4, the desire part. Delight thyself in the, also in the Lord. So he gives you some other things that you can desire. But delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. That's a promise. And you got to understand the word delight means to pamper, to love, to take care of. So take care of also of the Lord. Show some concern, communicate, love. Man, hang out with him. And he shall give thee the desires of the heart. That's a promise both to direction and desire, the letter D. All right, the letter E. One of the promises, the, the promise of God. Eternal life. And I could say everlasting, but eternal life. Something that goes along with making sure of one promise that if you had the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior, you have the promise of eternal life. Titus 1 and 2, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie, that's that promise. What he says does not return void. He cannot lie. Promised before the world began. So there was already a promise made on your life before the world began. And he will hold true to it. Why? Because he cannot lie about the promise that he made. Titus 1 and 2 is right there. So the promises that are that we're talking about this evening and the next couple of Mondays, the Lord cannot lie about them because they're backed with the word and got scripture to it. You can go to it and see it. That was Titus 1 and 2. 1 John 2 and 25. And this is the promise that he hath promised us. Cannot lie, right? Even eternal life. Wow. Woo. Listen, y'all. You got to understand. Sometimes when, you, when you're feeling down and you're feeling discouraged and you see all the craziness that's going on around you or you got some stuff happening in your relationship, you got it happening in your family and you're at your job and your community and it's making you like believe that nothing good is happening. Understand the promise of God is eternal life. First John 2, 25. Third verse, John 10 and 28. And I give unto them eternal life. And what a great gift. <laughs> That's a promise. You know, you ever had somebody promise you the, that you was going to get something? That, I'm going to get that for you. And it never happens. Woo, man, I'm guilty. <laughs> anyway, I shouldn't even say, yeah, but I am. I've, yeah, I've done it. Uh, and they shall never perish. That's eternal. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Man, what a great promise. So that means when you get in, when you come into the spiritual fold, nothing or no one can take you away from the promise. Wow, that's powerful. Man, 
Think about that. Because there's been some situations where you, you've you been connected to somebody and you, you got the, again, some things were talked about or said and it separated you. You, you. you don't even hang out with them people anymore. Why? Because something was done where you got plucked out of the hand or out of the relationship or out of the circle. But see, they, the Lord says, I give unto them. He give unto us eternal life. And you should never perish. I mean, man, what a great, I mean, no man can say that. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. No man can say that. What a great promise. That was the letter E. Letter F. Woo. Hopefully this is helping somebody. I'm hoping that the man, because God got some amazing promises and they're scripturally backed. And I pray that, man, you hang on to the promise. All right, the letter F. What is God's promise? His promise is he'll be faithful to us, faithful to us, right? Hebrews 10 and 23. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Don't be going left and right in your faith. Stay steadfast, immovable, abounding. Stand strong on it. Why? For he is faithful that promised. The person that promised it is faithful to you when you hold fast to your faith. Hebrews 10, 23. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith. Think about that. That's long. Because see, some of us, we have a particular profession in our natural life. And we have been in that profession for a long time. Faith is a profession. You have the profession of faith. And then there's something that you never lose. You shouldn't. And sometimes we do. Why? Because we change it. Some of us have changed professions in our lifetime. We haven't stayed in the same field we started in. But you can never not change the field of faith. Woo, watch out, y'all. That's a faith that is promised. Why? Because for he is faithful to faith that promised it. All right. Hebrews 10 and 23. Second Thessalonians three and three, but the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. That's a benefit, right? The promise is a benefit and a reward. If you're faithful, he keeps you from some stuff. Now, he didn't say he wouldn't allow it to you to go through it, but he will keep you from it. And there's a difference. Because there's some things that we choose that ends up having us dealing with evil. But if we keep the promise and follow the promise, the Lord is faithful who shall establish you. Man, he'll make you strong, right? And of good courage. Ready. He'll make you what, immovable, steadfast, abounding. And he'll keep you from evil. That's a promise. Second Thessalonians 3 and 3. Third verse. First Thessalonians 5 and 24. Man, listen to this. Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. What will he do? He will keep the promise. Whoo! Man, listen, I can't even make this up. First Thessalonians 5:24. When you study. You find these things, man, that, man, the promise. The Lord will be faithful to us, 
Faithful is he that calls you, the one that has brought us forth. Those of us who are called and some of us who are chosen, he will be faithful to us and he will also keep his promise with us. He will also who also will do it, man. And there's a lot of is. But tonight is the promise. Right. All right. That's the letter F. And as always. Oh, I got one more verse. Then I'll go through mine before I get to the last one. All right. First Corinthians 10, 13. One of one of the solid verses. There hath no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. Now, let me stop right there. Because one of the things that you need to know is what you are able to do. That's part of your purpose. It's part of your gifts. And you will not be tempted or you will not suffer to be tempted above that. So what you are going through right now, what you're dealing with, the Lord has promised that you have enough, if not all of everything in you to be able to get through it. But will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye and me shall be able to bear it. Man. Think about that. The promise of God being faithful enough to put everything in you and me so that no matter what comes in our life, we are able to handle that which we suffer and we are able to bear it. And it's a promise. And he will provide a way to escape it. How faithful. Everybody can't say that. They can't say that they're faithful to you. They're faithful to a point in their natural life and spiritual life. There are some things you might not even know about. But the Lord knows everything and he's faithful in every area of our life. He's not going to let you suffer. Who will not suffer you to be tempted? He knows that there's some things that's going to come in your life that gives you an opportunity to choose. And even if you have to go through it. You have enough in you to bear it. And we know that there are many historical, biblical individuals in the Bible and people in the Bible who went through some stuff that they had to suffer, but they were able to bear it. And they and the Lord made a way for them to escape. And that's you and me. Things that happen in the old and they happen right now. Because the Lord is faithful, right? He cannot lie. Why? Because his promise is to us both in the old and in the new and the now. My letter G is coming up. This is Spiritual Message Moment Monday. Every Monday night, 1030 Eastern Time, 730 Pacific Time for the for my people on the West Coast. This is your chaplain, Chaplain John McClung Jr. And my word is promise to give an assurance of something to someone. Undertake to do something now or in the future. And my message over the next three Mondays starting tonight is the alphabets of God's promise. The letter A, all things are possible with God. My letter B, believe and it shall be. My letter C, he promises what? A crown of life. My letter D, 
is promises, direction, and desires. My letter E, the promise is eternal life. My letter F, his promise is to be faithful to us. And now my letter G for the night. I think this is my last letter before we. Oh, no, I got two more. Hang on a second. I got wait a second. I got I'm, I'm getting I'm getting excited. All right. So my letter G because my letter H is the last one. All right. Letter G. Hang with me, y'all. What is the promise? His grace is sufficient. <laughs> the free and unmerited favor of God. His favor is sufficient for us. His faith. Oh, my gosh. His grace is sufficient. All right. Man, I got excited again, y'all. God's grace. Man, don't we get it every day when we get up? Mercy and grace. Grace and mercy. It's sufficient. It will carry us through as much as we can can go through. Even when we don't deserve it, it's sufficient. Second Corinthians 12 and 9. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. So those moments when we don't have enough, he got it all. He, his grace is sufficient, right? Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Let me say this. God's grace is sufficient. Why? Because there are many that are that are going through trials, tribulations and tests and have not understood or do not understand that the the greatest thing about it is God getting glories. Him doing this amazing thing in your life so that others can see it and know that it can happen for them, right? That's why he said, I'd rather glory in my affirmities. Why? Because even the blind man was struggling, wanted to see, didn't even know what was out there, just dealing. And then what happens? God's grace gives him the ability to see and changes his life, begins to talk about it, right? Give God glory for this, for the ability to see naturally. And some of us, we are blind, not only naturally, but spiritually. But even then, God's grace is sufficient for us to open our eyes so that we can hear and see that which God has for us as a promise. Ephesians 1 and 7, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Right. Man, grace is rich for us, has everything we need sufficient. Ephesians 4 and 7, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. You can't be, the, you know, God's grace for some man is abused. That's why it's according to the measure of the gift of Christ, according to how he gives it to you. Because everybody don't have the same measure of grace because they're not going on the same journey. But God gives you the grace which is sufficient for that which you are here for. Don't abuse it. And we have moments, everybody does, where we are not grateful for the grace that God gives us as he promises that in our life. All right. So I got one more in the letter H. Man, can I go back? Yeah, I'm going to go back through, y'all, because I, I got excited. So let me give you those for those again. The Spiritual Message Moment Monday, every Monday night, 1030 Eastern Time, 730 Pacific Time for my people on the West Coast and your host, Chaplain John McClung Jr. Tonight's message, 
the alphabets of God's promises. My word tonight is promise. The letter A is all things are possible with God. The letter B, believe and it shall be. The letter C, promises a crown of life. The letter D, promises direction and desires. The letter E, he promises eternal life. The letter F, promise these be faithful to us. The letter G, his grace is sufficient. And now my last letter for this evening, part one, the letter H. He promises help when we need it. Y'all know, hey, listen, I mean, you probably thought it was going to be something. No, he promises help when we need it. And even when we don't, he's willing to help us. You know what the hardest part about it is? We don't ask for the help. Oh, I'm guilty of that. Man, just, and sometimes we think some small thing that even when the Lord says in in the in the in my one, one of the first verses, right? In all thy ways acknowledge him. The part of the direction. Help is part of your direction. You know when you're lost, you're driving and you don't you ain't you don't have your you, you don't have the right directions. What do you ask for? You ask for help in in the time that you need it. And that's in the getting that direction, right? The, the promise is help when we need it. All right. Hebrews 4 and 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy, mercy and grace. Obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Mm. See, when you, when, when the Lord begin, well, he's always, when he's helping us, when we call upon him in that time of need, grace comes with it because it's sufficient in mercy. And it's an extreme important that we ask for help in the areas that we need help in. And that could be every area, heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit, because we're not holding in those areas. And you can ask the Lord to help you in the area you need wholeness in. That's part of the promise. Said he'll help you in the time of need. Isaiah 41 and 10. Fear thou not. For I am with thee. That's a promise. We'll listen to these promises, y'all. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. A promise. I will strengthen thee. A promise. Yea, I will help thee. Promise. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. A promise. Man, I could have just read that verse and used them promises all the, for the whole evening, but I can't because that's not what he told me to do. Isaiah 41 and 10. Listen to those promises. And one of the main promises in there. Yea, I will help thee. Understand that God will help you when you need it. And even when you don't. Psalms 46 and 1. My last verse. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble when we need them. Ladies and gentlemen, this is part one of this series, The Alphabets of God's Promises. And this is fun because I'm not sure if anyone has ever done it, gone through from A to Z because there's every letter has a promise. And we're going to go through it. I pray that you... You know, whether live 
or you go back through this and, and get those scriptures and the promises. I'm going to go back through them again. This is Spiritual Message Moment Monday, every Monday night, 1030 Eastern Time, 730 Pacific Time for my people on the West Coast. And the Lord has allowed me to be creative. I love it. You know that, man, he put a word in me and I get a chance to share with 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 the audience whenever you get an opportunity to see it again. This is the alphabets of God's promises. And again, the word is promised that we're going to be talking about to give an assurance of something to someone. That's to you and me. Assurance. Undertake to do something now or in the future. And you and I both know that the Lord has done things for us. He is doing things for us and he will do things for us. Right. So doing things in the he's done things in the past. He's doing things now and he will do them in the future. All right. So. First letter was all things, letter A, all things are possible with God. Letter B, believe and it shall be. The letter C, promises a crown of life. Letter D, direction and desires. The letter E, promises eternal life. The letter F, he promises to be faithful to us. The letter G, his grace is sufficient. That's a promise. And then the letter H, He'll be help. He'll help when we need it. I pray that this blessed you for part one of the alphabets of God's promises. This is Spiritual Message Moment Monday, every Monday night, 1030 Eastern Time, 730 Pacific Time for my people on the West Coast. And every once in a while, more often than not, I pray we need a word of encouragement. We need somebody that will keep their promise to us. And when they do, we get a chance to enjoy the benefits and the rewards of the of what they've said or what that person has said. And the Lord is the one saying it in this series. That there are some promises that he has provided and that has that has that he has for us. Some of them are waiting for us to do some work. Some of us, is, you know, there's some patience in the promise. Some provision in the promise. There's some promise in the promise. And it's important that we understand that there are some promises for us that the Lord has that no one or nothing can take away. Again, this is Spiritual Message Moment Monday, every Monday night, 1030 Eastern Time, 730 Pacific Time for my people on the West Coast. Make sure you tag and share with somebody who may not know what God has been promising. Might not be doing the research. You may not even have heard it. You might hear one or two. You know, you just hear the verse. But you don't know that, man, there are some other things that go along with it. When the Lord promises some things, he promises a lot of things. And it's fortunate for us. We have an opportunity to look for those promises and receive them. Because we are heirs. We inherit them. We, we are heirs to that. And so... Look for your promises. Be ready. Prepare yourself for your promises. How do you do that? By making sure that the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. And then you cannot be plucked from the promises. Take care till next Monday. Spiritual Message Moment Monday. 1030 Eastern Time. 730 Pacific Time for my people on the West Coast. And I'm your, I'm your chaplain. Your happy chaplain. <laughs> chaplain John McClung Jr. With the message over the next Two Mondays coming up, the next eight letters of 
the alphabets of God's promises. Look forward to seeing you. Make sure you let somebody know you need to be in on this. And then if you didn't get a chance to see it live or you catch it at the end, make sure you go back through for God's alphabets for the promises in your life. Thank you.